Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast. Welcome back for season four. Uh, welcome to our first movie review. And I'm so happy that we're doing this movie because it was an amazing movie. I can't wait to talk about it. Uh, Jordan Peele's third uh, directorial movie, Nope. Um, I know, Akram, you've seen already Get Out and Us. I've seen Get Out. I haven't seen Us. Um, but I could already tell uh, this style was very similar in tone. Um, yeah, truly remarkable, the mind of Jordan <laughs> Peele is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an awesome movie. Um, a great misdirection from what the trailer gave us. Uh, but before I get to my thoughts, I want to know what, uh, what you thought about the movie. Cool. Yeah, no, the movie was great. I, I, I loved it. I, I think it represented so much. And I think uh, I never seen something like that to represent uh, some of the themes that it did. And Jordan Peele has like an awesome way of like making certain elements in his films uh, very iconic. Um, like the scream in Get Out with the eyes open or the, you know, just the costume with the scissors. And now Nope with the cloud and the flags. It's awesome. I think he's he's truly phenomenal. And I can't wait to see his next project. But please, let's just start this. Tell us your thoughts. Yeah, overall, uh, great suspense thriller. It has a very, like, Lovecraftian style. Um, but it also has, like, kind of like John Carpenter, like, suspense devices in it. Um, I love the... I love the reveal of the the monster um, or the alien. Um, it certainly, like, redefines the genre a bit um from what we're used to and i i think it works so well uh because i think i think we're so used to uh a certain like narrative uh of ufos and aliens and our, our preconceived like concept of that but i think peel does a good job of redefining that um as for the characters um yeah i love daniel kalua in this uh, movie i felt at times like i felt like he was underacting um, just because, like, uh, I know he has so much range. I like, I felt that with with Get Out, but for this movie, he was he felt almost kind of like dry. Um, Kiki Palmer was cool too. Um, actually, I felt like she was overacting sometimes. Um, but yeah, I like I liked her character as well, and um, the character of Angel too. Uh, he was pretty funny too. Uh, but what characters uh, stood out to you in this film? Well, yeah, I love Daniel. I think that he's a phenomenal actor as well as Kiki. I think that the point of him being like like underacting uh, is like to show the clear contrast between brother and sister and how much differences they have. And then they could kind of come together at the end. And I find that really compelling. Um, I think here he's very naturalistic. That's what I call it. Like in Get Out, he was underacting too. Uh, but he felt like very natural. You know, it was like odd to see that. But uh, it makes the experience more uh, realistic. And, and Kiki, Palmer, uh, Kiki Palmer, one of our favorite films is Aquila and the Bee. Um, we watch that religiously, don't we, Dylan? Uh, so <laughs> it's one of my it's, favorite it's movies. Wonderful I'm sorry haven't done a review on it. <laughs> right, I know. Steven Yun here as well. He's awesome. Uh, we don't. I don't really oh, see yeah. much of him around. Um, I feel like Michael he looks Wincott. younger now than he did before. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, and like in person, he looks like... I think he, he did the same thing I did and shaved his head and then now he's grown his hair right. back. So he looks a little older. Uh, Michael Wincott, man, I never seen that guy like in, in many things, uh, but I love his voice. Like I want to see more like narration with him. Um, yeah, the whole cast was phenomenal. Um, what were you your takes like from the beginning of the movie and stuff? Like what did you think the aliens like were going to be? Uh, well, it's it's weird. Like, I didn't know what to expect coming into this movie. I, I, I kind of had my, I was kind of like open-minded coming into this movie because um, I know like Peel tends to like throw twists uh, with his projects a lot. Um, and he's so good. It's it's so like awesome to see him 
transform his style from like comedy to horror and i think he does that really well he does that with um the twilight zone too um but yeah i think that i think the beginning of this movie really set the tone it was a little confusing for me at times with the whole gordy storyline um but i'll talk more on like what i thought uh that interpretation was too um but from beginning to end it was very suspenseful i i love how they set up the i love the introduction of the monster like when it when it shows up it's it's like almost kind of like like watching like jaws it's like it's like a shark like in the sky it's like and it comes out like when it comes out it, there's quiet right like the all the electricity like goes out there's like very quiet moments so you can tell it's like very suspenseful i i love like the i like when music I mean, I love I love when movies don't depend on music so much to set up. Like, there's certain movies, obviously, like Halloween, where that works. But I I think certain movies when there's actually like silence, it actually adds more to the tension uh, and the suspense of of the the killer or the monster, right? Um, but yeah, it was very it was very terrifying. And um, yeah, Stephen, you I think also like his his backstory too. Uh, I think that added a lot uh to the story. Um. But yeah, what were your initial thoughts of like uh, seeing the UFO and like the reveal? Because um, it is a very strange creature, um, but I love how they how they set it up. Yeah, I I don't know if we're going into spoiler territories yet, if you want to or whatever. But um, the creature was super cool, uh, really original, reminded me kind of of 10 Cloverfield Lane a little. Um, I love just the cinematography and the lighting alone and night scenes. I like the pacing of like the horror elements. It, it, there was so much tension, but it was so funny too. Like a lot of moments was like so funny. And uh, Jordan Peele, he's like a really funny guy in general. So I feel like he has he has a really vivid imagination of like comedy and dark moments. I think that's great. Um, as for the creature, what freaked me out too was the cloud aspect. Like it's like you said, like you're. Like imagine there's a great white shark and you're on a boat and you and you know it's there and you're kind of looking at it like swimming around. It's really terrifying uh, what happens if you if you go to its level, um, and just the screaming alone too. Because there was like sometimes like it'll hover and like you hear screaming. It's so weird, man. I never seen anything like that. It, I think it'll remain iconic for years to come. I think a great director uh, gives you a picture and like it'll always remain iconic for a long time. Um, and credit to also, because I think a lot of the themes tie into this credit to the cast and crew in general, uh, making this movie, um, cause this movie at the end of the day was kind of like a love letter to, uh, filmmaking. Um, so yeah. How would you, um, how would you, since you've seen, uh, the previous two Peel films, how would you rate this or how would you rank them? Man, I, so this currently sits at 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, the lowest out of the three uh, that are out of the two that he directed. I honestly would give it a 10 out of 10 because I got it and I enjoyed it a lot. And I think it was so visually stunning. Um, I think I would lay, I would, if I were to rank it, I probably will put Nope, one, Get Out, two, and Us, three. Um, yeah. How, how about you? Like out of Get Out and, and Nope. Well, I think they're different uh, in style. Nope definitely feels like more cinematic and more, I guess, yeah. like flair. Get Out kind of just feels like, I don't know, it's like it's like a self-contained story. So it's not like huge, but it still has like relevant topics. Um, like for this movie, like uh, it was kind of hard to define what the social issues were that he was trying to comment on. Um, but what from I can gather from this movie, I feel like this movie talks about exploitation 
especially yeah. like exploitation of the film industry and then the entertainment, um, which is a relevant relevant issue and it's not very explored much. And to use a horror film, I thought was was genius actually, because um, it's hard to get a message like that across. But yeah, so in this movie, so we see uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character uh, OJ. He's a he's a horse trainer uh, for for like these big Hollywood names. And uh, he's the son of uh, uh, Keith David's character. He's like this big like rancher guy. Um, and they kind of like use like horses for like, you know, entertainment, like commercials. Like you saw at the beginning, they were doing like a commercial shoot. Uh, Kiki Palmer was there too. Um, and it kind of like also speaks to like a dying industry also because you saw like like they swapped out for like a CGI horse too. So it kind of like touches on that. Like everything's becoming less uh, practical now and more, I guess, visual effects. But... Yeah, the horse like and it was interesting too because they they set up like chapters like in the in the story like like every chapter was like the name of one of the horses or the animals like Gordy or Ghost. Um so I thought that was a great like like time marker like where we were in the story. Um so yeah the the well, I guess we should just get into spoilers. So the creature itself um uh at first it it has like very like you know ufo qualities right that's how they kind of like set up and i think the great I, I, some people were complaining in the trailer that it gave a little bit too much away because we saw what the ufo looked like but it's also a great misdirection because it's not exactly what you think either because this ship is not a ship it's actually a creature itself and i thought that's that's like such a great way to redefine what a ufo or what do they call it like an adp or, UAP, or U, yeah. something uap is right um, and they, you know, they, they, they joke too. They make like a lot of like, like, oh, the, I, I've seen this on YouTube or stuff. So it's like, it's like playing on like conspiracy, conspiracy theorists too. But yeah, when we actually like see the creature, it's like, yeah, it's like it camouflages itself like in this cloud and then it, it like kind of like feeds at night. So it kind of has like very like animalistic qualities like a shark. Um, and I think it was terrifying, like just the way that it, it's, it's so unnatural. And I think, I think. The great thing about I think the best monsters actually um, are the ones that feel less human and more like animalistic or more like like a force of nature, honestly. Um, but yeah, that that whole I think biggest scene that stood out to me was definitely like the the Jupiter claim uh, attraction theme, where like Steven Yoon's character is like uh, giving this big like like showcase to this this monster, right? and he's kind of like he's exploiting it as well. Like he's, like, he's using this monster cause uh, um, his character uh, used to be this younger kid on this kind of like sitcom. And then they showed in the beginning, there was this big uh, freak accident with the, with a chimpanzee named Gordy who kind of like, like killed everybody on set. Um, so it was a little strange. I, I can understand why people didn't understand it, but I think that also plays to the exploitation thing where it's like, there's also a lack of respect for animals and nature in, in general. I think we tend to exploit animals without really like properly like like handling them or respecting them in that way. But um, yeah, tell me what you, what did you think about like what the bigger themes were for this movie? Yeah, um, I think Ricky he just thought that he could like handle the beast, the saucer, the same way like how Gordy like just put the hand out. I think he he thought, well, this animal like did horrific things. I could definitely try to tame this, but he was exploiting it. And um, 
I think that first of all, Terry Notary plays Gordy. He's like the guy who like is in the mocap. Holy shit! Can that guy become an, a monkey? He was a monkey in Planet of the Apes as well. So he's he's. That was Andy Serkis. I was like, shit. You're right. They just have Gordy speaking. I thought Gordy was gonna speak at first. Yeah. So I, I mean, it can be a little confusing to some people. Um, why they jump back to like the whole thing with Gordy, but I think yeah, it's just basically people exploiting animals. Um, you know, in the entertainment uh, industry. Um, and it's also like, how do you, how do you like get past certain traditions in the entertainment industry? It always harkens back to like just exploiting everything. Like at the end of the day, Otis and Emerald, they just really wanted to get back on Make track money. with this beast. They felt shitty because the father died and the father was really the moneymaker. And so after he died, it's like, yeah. But shit, you want to get on Oprah, but you're exploiting this animal as well. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's all like in the they gray. didn't even care about everybody else. It's like they cared more about like getting rich and famous off this this monster than actually like helping. Maybe like towards the end they kind of like realized they had to do something about this. But yeah, that's that's so true. What you said, like they only care like it, like this whole movie talked about like exploit. Like it's 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 crazy. Like it's like you think like because I think OJ had the most respect, I guess, for nature um being a horse trainer so he kind of uh i think that's why he really like respected what this creature was even though it was horrific and it was like killing everybody i think he understood what it was and it also like harkens back to i was thinking of like jaws how like um quint uh the the shark hunter uh he only saw like sharks as like trophies and that led to his downfall because he didn't respect it uh for what it was and that kind of reminded me of, like the the filmmaker guy as well because he was more about the the money shot um than actually like like respecting nature as well and i think a lot of the downfalls for certain characters like um uh antlers hoist or holst i think that the way how he died spoilers but we're getting into it already i guess the nitty-gritty right we're in the mud um i think that the way how he died he died doing what he loved to do at the same time and is exploiting things uh, mostly like things dying or like fighting because we did see some like film reels of like animals fighting each other. And I think Otis or OJ, he, um, yeah, it's like you said, he had a great respect for it. I think he even called a jean jacket, like the horse that got away um, earlier on. So he called the UF, UAP, I guess, uh, jean jacket. Um, kind of reminded me of a bull. Um, although Emerald, I'm kind of confused, like what's her deal? Like what are her motives and I don't know if you know what her motives were in this movie, or you analyzed that yet. I know Otis, but Emerald, I feel like... Well, actually, she kind of had a glow-up, too, like, during this whole thing, because she was, like, that character that really wanted to exploit stuff, and then later on, she uh, uh, became this warrior at the end, you know, and did something for the greater good of, of everybody. Uh, they were willing to sacrifice themselves, you know? Ricky is, like, a tragic character, honestly, like... I don't feel like he had the, he didn't get that time to like really uh, understand or appreciate his situation. Angel, I don't know what's this. Angel's just there to fix the cable. He's worse than Xfinity. <laughs> I have so many issues <laughs> with Xfinity at the moment. <laughs> so tell us more of your thoughts because I know that you've analyzed this a lot more than I think I have. So I, I want to know your 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 thoughts on more stuff about this movie. Well, um, yeah, I think you will obviously have to talk about like the bigger themes in this movie, but um, getting into the nitty gritty, I think I think Peel did a great job of of just adding 
it's a good balance of like comedy and horror but i think the horror elements really shine in this movie um they're exact like i think i think anybody who is like trying to look into horror i think should take a look at this movie and pay attention to like certain moments uh with the ufo um because the whole like uh man the whole digestion scene with the with the with the stadium that oh yeah truly terrified me like it's it's like it reminded me so much of world of worlds when they're getting like sucked in and there's like there's no hope for these people like they and it's it's crazy because like they think they're they're out for like a good time and steven yun character uh, uh ricky like he thinks he like there's, i was talking about like the lack of respect for nature so he thinks oh this is just like another animal i can like tame right it's like a, like a horse basically I, I can just call it whenever i want to um but that lack of respect uh is really his downfall as you said um because he doesn't he doesn't truly understand this creature he thinks it's just something that uh, he can like uh like tie a balloon around and then it'll you know put on a show um but yeah that when they got sucked into the creature that that was so horrific in my opinion it's like because we saw a little bit like in the opening credits like the inside of the creature i know and it's 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 so crazy because like we didn't see much of this creature we saw like the moments where it, it didn't show and the moments where we saw everything like it's a it's it's goes back and forth but it's so terrifying like right. the, the design i want to know who designed this creature because it was so like it was so strange it was like the most alien i've ever seen like as as far as like uh, a concept but when we see like the the people like getting sucked in it's very like claustrophobic it's very and you, when you hear like their screams too it just adds so much to the i don't know it was it was very terrifying in my opinion um oh yeah and even the scene with the house where you see like the blood all over the house that just it's like it's like, it's not like like a jump scare but it just adds terror right? right it's like seeing all that blood like seeing everybody or not even seeing like the body parts right just seeing like their their pocket items like they're you could tell they were just they're just vanished right it's it's really it really is like like a terrifying like scene and i think i think this movie does so well to to add that level of horror that i haven't seen like in a lot of movies lately because i feel like a lot of horror movies now focus too much on like jump scares or like psychological like horror but i think this is really i think this was the best movie as far as like suspense and and thriller yeah for sure i um, I, I think so uh, jordan peele commented he said like the creature one thing that people don't realize is there's so much of the sea unexplored in space unexplored and the creature design itself and especially during the climax um, it reminded me a lot of the movie Annihilation with Natalie Portman. Um, it's just we don't really know. We don't have. We actually really don't have like a concrete definition of how Alien looks. It could be so many other things. Um, and I love this interpretation. It's so fresh and the horror elements. There were like some jump scares, but they were completely warranted, and they felt like just natural um, with the scene. And I and I love that a lot. And they played a lot with our interpretation of aliens too. Like we were talking earlier, how like they they tease like the little green men, like like with the with the kids, like they're dressed up in like costume. That was that still freaked me out. <laughs> At first, I thought they were the aliens. That was cool. Um, though, just yeah. like the yeah, it was cool. It was like, it was like the way they set up. It was so like creepy and disturbing. I love when he was like, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that plays so much on like what we perceive because like who knows? Like they're. Like, we don't know, like, what aliens look like. Like, I think we have such a very, like, humanistic-centric idea of what aliens look like. Like, obviously, they're going to have, like, two arms and two legs and a head and eyes and stuff. 
Yeah, but who's to say they it isn't just like this? It's like a, like a giant like jellyfish right. or something, right? right? Um, so I really found like the design of this creature like it was so. It it's like beautiful, but it's terrifying at the same time. And I think those are like the I always found the scariest monsters to be like the ones that you feel like you can be comfortable with. Right. Um, but then it just like it rips you apart, right? Um, yeah. Even the even the scene with Gordy, like that was. That was scary in its own right. It's like at first I wasn't sure like if that connected to the the alien thing, but I think that it was its own side. I, I really think that scene was more I that was the realest scene for me as far as like like realism. I feel like that like because there, there have been a lot of like shows or TV or like like, you know, sp- spectacles where uh, a lot of like animal training has gone wrong. Right. And there leads to these accidents. And also, I want to mention the quote in the beginning. Also, talked about exploitation as well. It was like, it was like a Bible quote. It said, "Um, it's like I will give you like filth and like a spectacle, right?" So it's it's like, it's like, her like you're treating these these animals like like basically like 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 filth basically, and then you're trying to use them to to profit, right? And that whole scene with Gordy, what did you think about it? Because it was it was really terrible, and I wondered why he he kept. Uh, Ricky alive too. <clears throat> yeah, that's that was that was uh, that was a really scary scene. Yeah, because there was no music. It was like kind of like an ASMR of horror. Um, and again, I think what it, I I have to hand it to this guy. I swear to God, I have to hand it to Terry Notary because he like takes human like the human out of himself and he plays the shit out of a monkey. And like if you watch like documentaries and shit like that already see monkeys moving around and doesn't really scare you but like seeing this monkey so intimate so personal ripping like pieces of like a girl's face off and biting it off and killing some other people that terror um i think ricky thought that he uh would for sure die but the fact that he didn't uh gave him a confidence and i think that that stuck with him and i feel like after that he felt like he could take on the world or at least take on any animal but he didn't he never really had any sense of training and he took the horses as kind of like food for the for the ufo i don't know why the monkey didn't kill ricky i found it kind of sad too it's like these consequences of the monkey going bad, then the police shoot it. I mean, understandably so, but at the same time too, it's like sad because basically you guys were the ones to make this monkey this way um, with the popping of the balloons, right? Uh, so that was what what made the monkey go off. And then looking up at the UFO was what made the UFO really go off. Um, and also like electrical interferences and stuff like that. So I think that was the point. It was just basically to tie in the thing with Ricky and also to hark in the point of uh of animal exploitation i think the whole movie was basically that um yeah because he even exploits his own trauma right too because he rents out that room it's kind of like this like shrine to his his past yeah and he like uses a, like a fucking like airbnb right <laughs> um because he has like and he's even even like the scene where he's talking about like the snl skit i feel like um He's still having like like PTSD, but he's still using it as like a sell. He feels like such like a fucking like like a like a used car salesman. Like he's so good at like like selling like this bullshit, but like making it seem like like family friendly, right? Right. Um. Yeah. And also, I, I found it interesting too. It's like uh the popping of the balloon, uh, with the monkey, but also the balloon popping the the alien too. The it's kind of like like parallels in a way. Yeah. Um. Yeah, overall, I, I I think this movie I would give it a, a ten out of ten. It was just it was just really like fun to watch, and it was, I don't know. It's like 
it's a different take on a creature film. Um, but yeah, I, I think the actors were good. Sometimes they just got like a little cheesy. Like sometimes, like <laughs> I think when when Emerald, like she kind of annoyed me sometimes because like like there were moments where like she was yelling, and then there's sometimes like where she wasn't yelling enough. She was like she was like run. <laughs> I'm like you might as well have said Wakobi, stop this. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, overall, I I think it was a successful movie. I I think. Peel is definitely defining his his tone of of style now, and I I think it's so evident now where he's going with his films. I think this was, yeah this was definitely a success, successful film, um, in my opinion. But uh, how would you how would you rate this film, and what are your final thoughts on it? Yeah, I would I would really rate this a ten out of ten. Um, there were only like a handful of moments, less than a handful of moments, where like I felt it lingered a little bit too long. Um, where it wasn't like like exactly horror it's just lingering like but i feel like that's like a jordan peele type of thing like us had a lot of those moments um so phenomenal performances all around i think it's a really important movie um again it's like kind of like a love letter to the cast and crew like like otis was wearing a crew hoodie while uh you know defending the land you know trying to be heroic and almost sacrificing himself um and also showcases how people uh sell themselves a little bit and and like ricky and and try to exploit something even if it means their death and doom um i hope to god that jordan actually makes like the next movie i have a feeling he's either gonna make a zombie movie or a ghost movie or like one of those demon type of movies i could see that happening like i think that'll be that'll lend for like a lot of hilarious moments uh, for certain characters but do you do you see um this movie could have a possible sequel because i want to know your thoughts on the ending too like like it was a little open-ended i don't know the end of it because they showed the brother at the end um with this cool like little western theme but i was confused on the ending i was out was that her like imagining it or like she no that was him like was that actually like him yeah that that was him yeah yeah that was him um no, I think it ended good. I mean, because she had the picture out of, and we really don't know if the footage was actually destroyed. Probably is destroyed, uh, you know, from all that footage they've taken. But um, I think that the news caught on late. You know, they're trying to exploit something else, you know, and, and they caught on late, but I'm pretty sure that they got it. So this is going to be big for the world. Um, I don't think it's a, like a sequel. And I, and I don't think Jordan is building his own universe because Daniel Kaluuya was in, you know, Get Out. So, yeah, I think... I think he's the type of director where he he likes to reinvent things and and so like that's why I'm saying like if he does like another movie like a zombie thing like how do you reinvent the genre like you did for the alien um or a ghost story you know like how do you do that will it be a love story probably not because he does horror and stuff but it could be I don't know So yeah um well, guys, if you guys made it in, we really appreciate it. Uh we just did a review, I mean actually we did a reactions for San Diego Comic-Con. Our first news discussion, actually. News discussion reactions. That's really fun. We got another review uh, for The Gray Man, which is really exciting. Um, Dylan found it mid. I kind of did, too. I think I'm sorry if you could hear my dogs barking, by the way, as well. Um, Yeah, if you are new to this channel, please check out all our reviews. We have plenty of playlists and we have plenty of content coming in August and for the rest of the year as well. We can't wait for you guys to enjoy some of our cool discussions as well, because we have a lot of new stuff coming up. So, Dylan, please take it away. Yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in to our review of Nope. Definitely check our other playlists as well. Uh, please support us any way you can. Leave a like, a comment if you, if 
you didn't find this review to your liking, you know, let us know how you felt about the movie. Um, and yeah, check us out on other platforms as well. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. We're expanding every day as a podcast. Uh, we are on, also on Facebook and TikTok. And of course, uh, Instagram, so you can check out clips of our other episodes as well. So, thank you so much, guys. And until then, thank you for having lunch with us. See you guys.